Ladies, gentlemen, this is the Masters of Nonsense. Three scholars from the Bronx on a quest for nonsense. He's Rob. He's Matt. He's Mike. talking about today new trailers right one second why are you taking tums because i'm getting acid reflux you know why you get acid reflux why because you drink a coffee and an iced tea at the same time yeah but it's good what's good the acid reflux no not the acid reflux the coffee and the iced tea i thought it was because you were excited about the new lego batman trailer that came out Yeah, the graphics for the Lego movie look really good. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I like how uh, Batman's uh, eyes glow. Yeah, they've uh, ramped up their production values for those Legos. <laughs> <laughs> well, what we're really talking about is the Bats vs. Soups trailer. The one that just released, dropped, as they call it in the cool world. The Hollywood Lego. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and someone basically put a picture of Batfleck and uh, the Lego movie Batman. And they look the same. <laughs> Oh, why does he sound like Jigsaw from the Saw movies, Batman? Because he's like, can you bleed? (laughs) What what is that? What what is he going to say? Like, I want to play a game. (laughs) Use the razor blade and stab your nipples. But someone brought a good point up, though, is that his mouth's not covered. So is his voice box being all fucked up with his Lego hat on that he has on? Although it does kind of make sense to change. Like, that's a better way to change your voice instead of having, like, the bat rasp. Oh, you don't like the swear to me. (laughs) Where are the other drugs going? (laughs) It's like, oh, that that doesn't sound like Bruce Wayne at all. (laughs) It's funny if Bruce Wayne was just drinking lemon juice to help and honey to help his throat all the time. (laughs) No, but you'd be fucked if he got laryngitis. Like, everyone would know that that's Batman. This is a great part. Oh shit, I can't talk like that. Does anybody have a lozenge? <laughs> it sounds like our dads. Wait, are they Batman? <laughs> they could be. They kick ass, so. They are vigilantes. Yeah, that's true. My dad builds the stuff, and your dad, you know, takes out the criminals. <laughs> the, cr- the criminal elements behind the stuff. <laughs> Basically. But it looks like an okay trail. I like what they're doing with it. That it's basically Superman is looked on as a god, and then they have the statue that says false god. <laughs> it's like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, Superman. <laughs> From Batman. <laughs> With a little symbol. That's like a dash in the symbol. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Love, Batman. <laughs> He sends Alfred out to do that. <laughs> Alfred's out there with the spray can. He's got the mask on. Good, good show, Mister Wayne. I could do this. Yeah, one thing I didn't like about that trailer because it it showed a lot about the story. Like, not it didn't spoil the whole story, but it showed enough that you understand the tone of like people against Superman. Yeah, and then Batman seems like the vengeful guy, you know, who's coming back to like take the city back or whatever. I mean, it's interesting, but I find it weird because if you think about 
people are going to want to see this movie and they either, you know, love Superman or they love Batman, but they kind of want to cheer either one of their guys on during the movie, but it's already positioning both of them in a weird way. Well, we didn't see the other 75 superheroes they're putting in that movie. Um, Wait, who else is in there? It's going to be Aquaman, Wonder Woman, everybody's showing up. But Aquaman does kind of look a little badass. He's the guy from Game of Thrones, Jason Momoa. And it says on his, on the poster, it says, uh, Unite the Seven. He has this, like, badass trident. And he doesn't have blonde hair or anything, so they're not making him look like the cheesy uh, comic book. So that's not the guy that you're playing with right now? No, this this is Peter Baelish that I'm playing with. (laughs) (laughs) Mike just got the the Funko Pop of Peter Baelish from Game of Thrones. You want to explain why you have the Peter Baelish one? Because he's the best character in the show. Because you relate to him a lot? Which I like plotting and scheming. His head. I like his plotting and trying. Dude, his head is huge, though. Like, no, but it looks like you're like petting him as if he was an animal or something. He's your little pet that you... I'm trying pet. to see if I can get his knowledge through tactile. His eyes just kind of make him look like he's pleased with this. <laughs> it yes. looks like he's holding his crotch, though. Yeah, it he's, does. He's covering a stiffy. <laughs> Wait, is he wearing the uh, Hunger Games uh, badge? Yeah, he's a Katniss Everdeen fan. He puts the mocking... Jay. How come everybody gets that mixed up? I mean, they don't look exactly alike, the badge from Mocking I don't know Jay why and... they think the fact that I, like, okay, so I have the pin that I wear on my vest, and I don't know why everyone thinks that's Hunger Games. Like, why, like, although I enjoy Hunger Games and I like it a lot, why would I be the one to wear that? I don't know. I have no, no idea what the hell you guys are talking about. That's because you don't watch Game of Thrones. I know. Yeah, this is because you had steel straws that you used to drink your drinks. Yeah, what the fuck's with the steel straws, dude? I like steel straws. That's weird, though. That's robot shit. <laughs> like, you know, when you clean them, is it the way you clean, like, the inside of your head? To, <laughs> yeah, do you need to put, same, like, WD-40 in there? Do you use the same brush up your nose and in your ears? <laughs> <laughs> He's, what are the pipe cleaners that you put in the... <laughs> Does it make you feel closer to humanity by using steel straws? Because <laughs> that's a normal thing humans do, right? <laughs> Humans. I noticed that shows. there's a recurring theme in all our episodes that Rob is a fucking robot, you know? So, Rob, what do you think about the new Terminator trailer? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean the whole movie in two minutes? I don't think it's the whole movie in two minutes. I watched it this morning, and, it, you know, the one thing you got to realize with a trailer is that they actually have to tell a story so you have a reason to go no, see the no, movie. No, but, but, but listen, you need to establish a protagonist and an antagonist, and that's what they did in the trailer. But they did, it seemed as if it was going to be a twist. That's the thing. So, But you don't know that. Oh, come on, dude. Because remember, don't they don't know if that's the twist. I mean, maybe, but what else? I mean, what else are they going to make the twist? That John Connor's a Terminator? <laughs> Wait, that was the twist? <laughs> it's in but, the trailer. Yeah, no, I know. But it's in the trailer, but I think that's part... Like, that could be the first five minutes of a movie. You don't know. That's a long five minutes, man. That's. <laughs> but the thing is, is that the problem with that movie, first of all, is that it looks just like the first, the second, and the third movie. I mean, say what people will about the, you know, the fourth one, but at least it was in the future, and there was no time traveling. This one's just another time traveling story. The I fourth just, one was... Uh, Salvation there, where they... It was... Christian Bale. Christian Bale, Bale was okay. in it, and the other guy, Sam Worthington, was in you know, the Terminator. Spoiler for a seven-year-old <laughs> movie, which they show in the first five minutes, let's be honest. Although I am happy to see in this new Terminator that they got one of the guys from Spartacus in it. Who's in Sparta from Spartacus? Remember the guy with the blonde curly hair, Sparty's best friend? Oh, um, oh, what was his name in the show? Varro. Varro. Yeah. Yeah, Wait, his name is Sparty in no, Spartacus? No, Matt, no we I call, call him Sparty. Sparty. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, he was uh, one of uh, 
what's it called? Uh, Spartacus's best friends, and he was Big, cool. He's Kyle Reese. Yeah, he's Kyle Reese, and he's also in the that bad Die Hard movie, Die Hard Five. So it sucks because we know him from Spartacus, and we think he's cool. But then he plays in these bad movies, and everybody thinks he's generic. No. He's gonna be in the Suicide Squad movie too. He's gonna be Captain Boomerang. I don't know what the hell they're doing with that the shit. Kangaroo. <laughs> but Rob's probably going to, you know, go see that because yeah, Jared Leto is uh, the Joker. Why would I see that? Because you love the Joker. But I hate him. You- <laughs> Dude, on your wedding cake, you had Harley Quinn and the Joker. Yeah. Even if you hate the guy playing him, I'm surprised you're not going to run out and see that. No, I wouldn't run out to see that just for fucking Joker would Look, I'm gonna see... Look, I hate... He's gonna run out to see Deadpool, though. Probably with a fucking chimichanga in the theater. (laughs) (laughs) He buys a ton of chimichangas and just starts eating them. He walks in, oh, sir, you can't bring those in. What, I can't eat a chimichanga? I never had one, you asshole. (laughs) Don't you know it's all I want? (laughs) Yeah, I figured you're gonna go nuts because the Deadpool movie's gonna be rated R. Yeah, and they played a prank on everybody on April Fool, saying it was I PG. That. That's something you would do. What play a prank on someone? Yeah, yeah. That you would probably say to like kids, like, "Oh, look, this movie's you know rated PG," and then you go in, it's a radar film. Why would I have kids coming with me? <laughs> you know, like this means like theaters and stuff. He picks children up. You want to go to the? <laughs> no, movies? I didn't mean it like that. Yeah, that was really. No, weird. I meant no, no, no. I meant to kind of like Is that Fight what you Club. Do? No, no. I, you don't remember in Fight Club when he works in the back and he puts the porno scenes in the movies. You don't remember that part? No. It's like flashes of it. That it's because it's the film cutting strips. You don't remember that in movie? What the hell are you talking about? That's Fight Club. Yeah, that's in Fight Club. Yeah. Look, I'm not saying you forget it. <laughs> So if you think about all the trailers that we've ever seen throughout our lifetime, like what are the ones that stand out to you as your favorite trailers? Because I always like the ones that don't really reveal anything about the story. They just show a little bit. And then, you know, you actually have to go to the theater and watch the movie to understand what's happening. Well, I think that the trailers for a lot of movies are great. Like, there were movies that I watched the trailers hundreds of times because I loved them. But the movie sometimes didn't turn out to be the best movie. That's the only problem. So is this just strictly on trailers, not what the movie was like? Right. So, for, for example, like the trailer for the first Predator movie, I thought it was great because all you knew was that they were getting hunted. Wait, you watched the first trailer for Predator? How? It's on the DVD. Oh. Yeah, but that's but years that's later. Different. You yeah, saw that... it already. No, I know. But something like that is a cool trailer because it, you know, it didn't really reveal anything about the story. Oh, I got the number one pick. I didn't even think of that. Uh, that I um, for a trailer that mean you probably you probably have this as one of your favorite too. Two thousand four. It's the shirt you're wearing. Oh, the Punisher one. Yeah, yeah. That I destroyed my dad's computer trying to say. <laughs> for the Punisher in two thousand four with Tom Jane, there was yeah. an awesome trailer that they really had. Really cool music. Really awesome music, and what I did was I tried to download like the I think it was QuickTime or something, and I destroyed my dad's computer because of it, and he was so pissed. <laughs> it definitely wasn't that or anything else you were researching on his. There was nothing else on there. All right, relax, okay. <laughs> it was the Punisher trailer, okay. So what about you? Are there any trailers that stood out to you? Um, quite honestly, I don't watch trailers, so I only watched the trailers for these movies because I knew that we were going to talk about them. <laughs> So wow, I couldn't really? really point out any that Come on, dude. stood okay. out. Yeah, but what about? No, I don't mean like now. I just mean over time. Like, yeah, you know, I can't. I can't tell you one trailer that I remember verbatim, or I remember thinking like, "Oh, I can't wait to see that movie." You don't remember the trailer for the transporter that we went nuts over? 
That was a no. cool trailer, even though half the movie wasn't in. Yeah, remember half def- the trailer wasn't in the movie. When he deflected the the rocket in the. Didn't he do that in, in the, the trailer, trailer? But not in the trailer. movie. Yeah, and not in the movie. Yeah, he deflected the rocket with a snack train. It never happened in the movie. Yeah, that was weird. But I only remember that because <clears throat> you just brought it up right now. Oh, give me a break! Now, what would you say is your favorite, Mike? Well, favorites. Like, favorites. Well, like the Predator one stands out because it set the mood. You knew that they were being hunted. But again, but that's one. but that's you saw that after you saw the movie. Yeah. You didn't see what that. about a new movie you were getting yeah. hyped up for? Hmm. Yeah, there's nothing. Yeah, there's nothing. <laughs> oh, for me, I have a bunch of them. So <clears throat> wait, so now you're pulling out your notebook with all the yeah, different trailers all my, you have. The funny thing is that I didn't think of the Punisher one, but that definitely was one of the best. That was, yeah, that one got me hyped up. But the thing that sucks though is that the song. All right, this is a problem I have with trailers though is when the song in the trailer oh. is not in. <laughs> that was at least in the movie with Inception. Yeah, but uh, oh, okay, wait, the trailer for the Fantastic Four movie. And what? they use that that what? perfect circle song. Oh my god! They use that in the Fantastic Four. Trailer? Yeah, yeah. The, the didn't they use body- that in like everything though? Counting bodies like sheep. Yeah, yeah. They use that for the Fantastic Four. That's the Are first you kidding time- me? Really? Yeah, it's the first time I heard that song. Wow. I remember asking you. I'm like, oh, Rob, this sounds like a perfect circle. And I started explaining, like, oh yeah, I have that CD. Yeah. And he sent me a song, but I heard it in the trailer for the Fantastic Four. Oh, why would they even have that in there? It was fucking awesome, man. <laughs> no, you know, it was an awesome, uh, this awesome song that was in the trailer that wasn't in the movie, Watchmen, when they did that Smashing Pumpkins remix song. Oh, right. Like it was at the beginning of the end. Yeah. It was the beginning and. Per- and it went so perfect with the movie because it seemed, you know, in the 80s and everything. And then you watch the movie and it's nowhere to be seen. I'm like, are you kidding me? I mean, I like the watch, but I know a lot of people don't. But I was thinking to myself, how did they not put that particular song in there? Did that even end up on the soundtrack? I don't even think it was on the soundtrack. No, I don't think it was. Then Sin City was an awesome trailer that I watched a thousand times because I thought the style was cool and I yeah. liked Sin City. Uh, Inception was another one. And then the last oh. one was Once Upon a Time in Mexico. They played a Juno Reactor song in the trailer, and I love Juno Reactor, and they played it in the movie. But the problem is the movie wasn't really that good, though. That's the only <laughs> thing. So that's what I meant by Listen, if I didn't one, like the movie, but I liked the trailer. There's another trailer that came out recently. I know you didn't watch it yet, Rob. But Matt, I know I watched this trailer, and I thought this was what go- was going through Matt Vanzo's head in high school, oh. and he was basically popping wood at his desk. <laughs> yes, I was. <laughs> I know what you're going to say. Just say it. Just Mad say Max. It. Dude, Mad Max <laughs> looks amazing. It it's looks just, like everything I ever want, just ultra violence it's got and freaking mu- epic music. Epic music. Nathan Jones is in shape. Yeah, dude. And you know what his name is? It's Nathan Rictus. Jones. No, <laughs> it's Rictus Erectus. And he has a giant Gatling gun. And he's jacked all high hell again. <laughs> And it's like the attractive women and like the different like outfits that you like. It's got the guy with the flaming guitar, dude. You got to see this shit. There's <laughs> yeah, a flaming the on the fucking on this giant truck, and he's like, and all of a sudden the fucking <laughs> flamethrower comes out. Oh, it's God. like talking to you in the cafeteria where it's like come up with the craziest thing of all time, and this is what they did with this movie. Because I love Mad Max, and I know you know Mel Gibson's kind of an asshole now, so they got uh, Tom. I, I don't mind he's saying turn that. Up yeah. Dead now. Because you said <laughs> no, that. no, no. Oh, no. But the thing is, I like Tom Hardy. That's the guy who played Bane. And uh, wait a second. Just before we continue, are you going to ask us to like fucking retract that you called Mel Gibson an asshole? No, because oh, that, the, that could stay on the record. Listen, that look, my company's called him an asshole. Everybody doesn't like Mel Gibson, so <laughs> it's okay. 
But uh, no, that movie looks fantastic. I was thinking about making a story like that, but I wanted to do it about a talking cat with a robotic <laughs> jaw. I'm telling Robo- you, robotic jaw. Because see, my cat I has. I wanted like, to make sure I heard that. No, right. a robotic. Because this is because, sounding amazing already. No, no, this is the thing. So there was a there was a story. Wait, just not to cut you off, but for our listeners to understand, Rob is leg- legitimately on the edge of his seat I right am. now. Come on, <laughs> keep going. So I wanted to do kind of. Um, like kind of a parody of all the post-apocalyptic stories coming around. So there was a story called A Boy and His Dog that came out like 30, 40 years ago, right? And it's about a telepathic talking dog and this guy and this kid who like walk around the post-apocalyptic desert and like kill people. So I was like, all right, I don't want to do that, of course, right? So but you I have just a- want to swap out with a cat. No, no, no. <laughs> but the thing is I want to do it with a cat, but I want to do it with my cat. And my cat's insane, right? So the thing is, I want to give her like a robotic jaw because I think that would be fucking hysterical. Because like, she's little, talking, though, right? yeah, she's talking like a little animatronic cat, like in Sabrina the Teenage Witch, right? <laughs> and she just curses, and she's like my id, right? <laughs> so we're just going around the desert, and we find these people that are trying to make the apocalypse happen. Like they think they're cool, but then I thought, oh, it would be cool to do commentary of like really show them what it would really be like to not have anything you and really, you have a fucking cat with you. You probably don't realize this because you were explaining it and looking at the both of us, but you said robotic jaw and his eyes widened. <laughs> Dude, but I wanted to like her to rip out like throats and stuff, so I wanted to be almost looking like Fallout with a cat that talks. Yeah, it's a good thing there's nothing wrong with you. Now, is this something you always think about or only after you have Dunkachinos and ice, iced teas and stuff? No, I always think about stuff like okay. that. So. That's good. But yeah, so Mad Max, definitely we gotta see that shit. So, and then we're going to see the movie when my movie premieres of the talking robotic cat, you know, <laughs> with the three of us showing to the premiere. <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing. It's just you in your living room look, with the cat. Look, look. You got to <laughs> Some aluminum foil on his jaw. <laughs> he sets up an autograph table with him and the cat. It's <laughs> in your kitchen. <laughs> look, if they could do a talking raccoon and it's awesome. All right, they could. We could do a ro- uh, like a, not a robotic cat, but like a cyborg cat. You know, it would work. Well, yeah, you got his money because he said cyborg. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the other character that's going to be in Batman Cyborg. It's going to be like freaking everybody's going to be in this movie. How long is this movie going to be? It's going to be like four hours long. Probably. So wait. <laughs> Are all of the, all these other superheroes? Are they in anything else, or are they just no, like they, introducing them and like see, just you know, random characters throughout? You know how Marvel's doing it—that they build up each character and then they bring them together. DC, because they want to jump on the bandwagon, basically is doing the opposite, where it's just let's throw them all in a movie and then we'll flesh them all out. That so sounds it, awful. Yeah. Well, let me tell you something—they'll never beat Marvel because Daredevil is like the greatest oh, show <laughs> I've ever seen. Dude, let me tell you something. Every I. Have to hear about it. everybody talking. Yeah, I finished it. And I'll tell you, everybody talks about Batman and Superman shit. Dude, Daredevil is the best fucking superhero. He's freaking awesome. And it's just, it's really cool, really dark, really gritty. It's just, I can't recommend it enough. And I think everybody's getting really annoyed at me because all I keep talking about is it all week. A little so. bit, but I do enjoy it. I'm halfway through it. That's cool. And I've really been getting into it. And what I liked about him is that he's definitely a flawed superhero. Yeah. Which makes it a lot more relatable. Like, he fucks things up. He makes mistakes. He's a little bit of a hypocrite. So I like that it's not this, like, whitewashed, he's a yeah. god type thing. I like that he's conflict, like conflicted with, um, with, especially they play a lot with his religion, too, So because he's Catholic. So he goes to the priest and he talks about, like, is he doing the right thing? Or is he doing it just for, because he likes to beat people up? And I thought that's cool, because you never see that shit in movies. <laughs> 
I like so. how they call him out for putting guys into comas. <laughs> yeah, that, that was ridiculous. You know, <laughs> like, oh, you won't kill someone, but you'll throw him off a roof and put him in a coma. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so oh, you know what's also coming back for uh, TV shows? True Detective. That also came out as a trailer. Jeez. I didn't see that, but it looks like a I didn't shitty. See the first one either. You don't have to see the the like the first one to see this one because it has it's not related. But the weird thing is, it's a minute trailer. And it looks like a music video. There's no sound, and freaking it's Colin Farrell and uh, was it Vince Vaughn? And, and they Rachel, talk. That's Rachel why McAdams isn't Rachel it? McAdams and the guy who played um, John Carter, Taylor Kitsch, is in it. So, What's John Carter? Yeah, well, the movie that no one liked except me. But he was. What the hell is that? What's that? John Carter. What that was that movie was the... that Disney poured in like hundreds of millions of dollars and it tanked. But the thing is, it was based on a book called The Princess of Mars that like every sci-fi movie basically followed. You know, from that one. But then when it came out, it just looked like every typical sci-fi film. And they didn't really, like, they didn't have any faith in it, so it bombed completely. So that's fucking done. I actually thought it wasn't a bad movie, though. What does that have to do with True Detective? I'm already He's lost. in there. That's why. Okay. I'm saying that his character. But I just want you to know who he is in case there was something that you so, knew him from. So okay, since, yeah. Since continue. you're not big on seeing really movies and things like that, of all the trailers we just talked about, Rob, which one... If at this moment right now you had to go see one of these things, which one would you go, based on our descriptions? Well, also, just to toss in, uh, did you guys also see the Star Wars trailer? No. That looks I cool. did watch that. I think it looks cool, but I like Star Wars. I'm not like in love with Star Wars, but I do like Were it. you happy to see that Harrison Ford is alive after you <laughs> yeah. did him? Yeah, and he doesn't seem grumpy. That's the thing. I was so happy because he seems actually like he's a little Yeah, lively. he doesn't I seem just... grumpy because he's all doped up from crashing another goddamn plane. All right, leave him alone, all right? That's I not hope cool. then during the movie he just like randomly looks directly at the camera and says, fuck you, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> And then you have the fucking Chewbacca in the back, and he just gives like two <laughs> fucking hairy wo- middle fingers. Gave it talk. Two hairy Wookiee fingers. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, so then uh, adding that one in, what do you? What would you say? Uh, probably none of them. <laughs> Not even Mad Max. Oh, dude, you gotta come to Mad. Since my birthday is coming up soon, you gotta come. So now I'm forced to go to the movies because you want to go see that, don't I? Yeah. Are you even remotely interested in Age of Ultron there, the Marvel movie? No, I wouldn't see that in theaters. Yeah. I I don't know. It looks cool, but it's like, oh, all right. I saw the best, the Daredevil, so. Look, it was definitely good. (laughs) When you say DD, though, like how you're looking forward to DD, I think you mean Dunkin' Donuts and not Daredevil. (laughs) (laughs) What? Listen, I think we can calm down with the Dunkin' Donuts, you know, even though they have the coffee and the iced tea from Dunkin' Donuts. And those pricks that had a half a sandwich because of them. Eh, yeah, well, hey, listen, yeah. it was busy. You gotta give them a little credit. You no, know. you don't. <laughs> Get your anyway, shit right. <laughs> speaking of True Detective, um, I had a True Detective incident that happened at my job one time. You killed someone? No, no. Can we get off this fucking, I killed someone? I didn't kill, look, I did not kill anybody, all right? <laughs> when does this all come up before that you killed someone? Yeah. No, I didn't kill anybody, so anyway. Dude, listen. You what? Did, you, okay. One of them, it's just like tangentially related, but you kill your sensei. <laughs> all right, dude, with the sense, I didn't kill my I feel horrible about that, okay? Anyway, so I was at my job, right? And I'm in security. So one of the guys came up and he said, Wait, you were, you work in security, not that you were sent to security for a reason. 
Maybe I was both. Maybe. All right. Cause, yeah, all right. Anyway, so the thing is, uh, you, now with True Detective, Woody Harrelson, McConaughey, Matthew McConaughey were the two. <laughs> McConaughey <laughs> were the two main guys, right? So I'm in the suit and board, just like Woody Harrelson, and this guy comes up to me. He kind of has like the Matthew McConaughey, the hair and the mustache and stuff, and he said that he had a little tiny. Uh, it was a little plastic duck that he got from a cupcake or something, and he put it on his desk, and then someone stole it. So he's like, dude, someone kidnapped my duck. I was like, oh, shit. And he goes, yeah, man, we got to find him. And for the next few days, it was this crazy incident that he was getting photos of the duck, right? (laughs) And the duck was there, and it said, help me on it, right? And it was on a flat, like, weave basket, so it was a flat circle, just like McConaughey explains in the show, right? (laughs) So then what he did was is that he's like, all right, we got to figure it out. I think it's the Yellow King, who's the bad guy in True Detective. So I was like, oh, shit. So then it turned into, like, this huge investigation. And on one of the backs of the cubicles, he set up all these pictures and ransom notes and everything. And he tied strings together. And it was actually really good. Like, we were trying to figure out. We were interrogating people, too. And we were going up to them. So finally, the duck comes back. And it's, like, a little fucked up. Like, it just came out of nowhere. They gave it back, right? And so what he did was that he turned, he painted a mohawk, an angry face on the duck. And he calls him Duck Liddell after Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> the UFC fight because he's like, look, he went through a traumatic experience and he's not talking, so now he has to, you know, now he has to defend himself. So now this Duck Liddell. <laughs> so wait, did you ever catch who did this? No, we never found it because, well, you know, it's the Yellow King. We don't know who it is. But they released but, the duck back. They but released not, the duck back, but then he he's not just the same like condition. Yeah, exactly. He's just like, I don't want to know. <laughs> it's good to know that this is what you do with company resources. And time, <laughs> by the way. I love the like, Mike, I'm so busy at work today. I am busy. No, this was like one, a couple of times, you know, a couple of days. Dude, this was a week-long investigation about a fucking rubber duck. The funny thing is, though, what's going to happen is that 17 years later, he's going to call me and the duck's going to disappear again. <laughs> and, we're gonna have, and I'm going to be like bald and fat and he's going to have like long hair and mustache and he's just be drinking Lone Star beer. Wait, aren't you already bald and fat? I'm not Fat? <laughs> I'm bald, all right. No, no, you're not fat. You're actually in pretty good shape. The fencing has been helping. Yeah, the fencing. And What's Mike going knows, on with that? Like, I've been tra- in tra- oh, actually, the same guy who's, you know, my McConaughey to, well, McConaughey to my... Ha- I don't know Harry- what that means. Could you, you just, like, spell it out? <laughs> the same guy challenged me at work. I didn't tell you guys this, because actually it was bad. He goes, oh, well, are we going to fight? And I was like, well, I'm not ready yet. And he called me a pussy. <laughs> And then he picked up a letter <laughs> opener, right? And he goes, all right, let's fight. I said, well, I got to bring swords. He's like, no, 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 we need to fight now. So he gave me a ruler, and I, like, put it down. So now I have to challenge him. So after work one day, we're going to have to fight. So wait, so you have two coming up then. Yeah, two I got challenges. two challenges, man. I can't yeah. pussy out of this one. Are you going to do them back to back? or That would be awesome. Dude, I want to do a round robin where just people attack me from everywhere, kind of like the Daredevil fight. <laughs> Yeah, but much like the Daredevil fight, you're going to be wheezing and sweating. And After 20 wall. seconds? <laughs> Although when I picked him up today, Rob, to bring him over here, he was actually in his backyard with a hoodie on, listening to the Darksider 2 soundtrack and like fencing. And the Daredevil a- soundtrack, too. And f- Were you like standing on a stump? <laughs> <laughs> and he's hitting a cone with the... The sword, and then I walk, I'm like, hey, man, he tosses me a sword, and we just start fighting. <laughs> See, the thing is, what I'm going to do is when Mike has his son, and he gets older, I'm going to be his mentor. You know, when I said that I was going to be his mentor figure, I'm going to be like Stick from Daredevil. You need to do a lot more work to be <laughs> Stick from Daredevil. 
with your fucking Dunkachinos and your, your You're going to drop them off on like a Sunday morning. I'm going to be out in the back. What were you saying that I'm in the... Oh, yeah. With our, we walk down your driveway and you're just sitting Indian style on the floor with like incense burning. Yeah, and I have like the, the jungle music going. It's like, doom, 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 the drums. And I'm like, all right, we're going to start training. Get up, kid. And then, you know, you're yeah. like, daddy, I don't want to hang out with Uncle Matt. He's a psycho. <laughs> yeah, we need to get it to where you could actually train him and not then just like, you know, walk up the stairs and turn on Netflix. <laughs> and just show him the show. <laughs> check this out. <laughs> this is really at, cool, right? Look at Stick. Look what he does. <laughs> See, Learn I, from him, kid. I could be like that, but I can't, you know, really do anything. Yeah. Yeah, you hand him comics, study these. <laughs> <laughs> that would be my contribution to your kid's knowledge. A $3 comic. <laughs> Here you go, kid. And I give it to him, and then I'm like, hey, Mike, you owe me three bucks. <laughs> Just letting you know. Right? At the end of the month, you send me a bill. <laughs> to Midtown Comics. So you wouldn't see anything based on what we just said? No, I don't, rem- I don't even any- remember what you guys said. <laughs> Is there anything you're looking forward to? Movies, TV shows, maybe games? Any games? Uh, games, I mean, Metal Gear. Metal Gear is going to be awesome. That's, yeah. that's September 1st, right? Yeah. And then Uncharted's pushed back to next year. Yeah. So I'm a little tear came down. But then, again, it'll give me time to finish The Witcher 3 and Metal Gear. I do want to play The Witcher 3. Dude, that looks so Dude, that awesome. has like 200 hours of gameplay, though. I know. And it's dark. It has the Game of Thrones vibe going on with it, they said. And um, what was the other thing, too? Well, besides the 200 hours there. <laughs> but it was also the decisions, I heard, are more that... You can make a. It's not like Mass Effect where you make a good decision, you're good. You make yeah. a bad decision. This is kind of like you won't see the effect of it until later on. So you're gonna, no matter what you pick, you screw someone over, which I thought was kind of cool. Are you, you gonna be able to live with yourself with that though? No, I'm gonna just be rewinding it and stuff. <laughs> rewinding? <laughs> not rewinding, stopping it and then uh, playing back. There's a game that does that though, right? Yeah, Life is Strange. And you it's said that's really good. Really cool game, yeah. But you can, like, rewind time if you make a decision and yeah. then go back to it. Yeah. I think we should play that one time. We should play it together. That would be awesome, man. We could – could we do it on Twitch or something yeah, like that for Twitch. our viewers? Yeah. I think they would enjoy that. We'll make that happen. And will you be screaming at me and Rob when we make a decision that you get freaked well, out about? Well, Matt doesn't like any of the decisions oh I make in video God. games. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> so I think I should play it and we just have Matt react. Hold the phone. Hold the phone. There's no phone We're, in my hand. I have the phone. I'm holding it. Now what do I do with I'm it? holding a phone too. No. no I, I need this my is phone. the problem. Oh, here we go. This is the problem because when I was playing with Rob, we were playing uh, was it Walking Dead Season 2. Yeah. Right? Which we and, had to finish. Yeah, and every you – now, you play as Clementine, the yeah. little girl, right? Yeah. Every decision was just dot, dot, dot. <laughs> just dot, dot, dot. Every fu- and I'm like, dude, she's a talk? teenage girl. But can we, like, make a decision? Turmoil. Like, she watched some random shit happen in her life. She's not going to want to talk to anyone. Oh, come <laughs> on. Yeah, but that's not fun, though. The whole fun point is, like, making a decision, not dot, 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 look around. Dot, dot, dot. And why is all the Telltale games always just that they look at each other? Like, it's like, dude. <laughs> That's like our conversation. <laughs> yeah, Matt, it's like when you talk, Matt and Rob, and I just blankly look at each and other. And all of a sudden, I say something funny about Mike. Mike's going to remember that in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> and then I call you, why the fuck did you say that? Oh, did you guys ever see the, for the Wolf Among Us, the glitch that happens? When he looks, there's a glitch, right, where it's when he's getting bandaged up or something, and it's him, Snow White, and the Doctor, and all of a sudden he starts just pole dancing, and the thing is, it's because it's just this random glitch, and he's just doing that, and the other two characters are just staring at him, doing, like, the normal stuff, and it's just so weird, because then it, he's doing it for about a minute, and then he just stops, and it goes back to the game. I don't understand how that's even a glitch. 
Like, <laughs> no, because well, it's not supposed to happen. I thing. know that, but like, how do you just go from being bandaged to pole dancing? Well, he's bandaged and pole. I don't know. I guess it would, like it was one of the other models, uh, the character models that got mixed up. Yeah, because they had like they had strippers in the game. Yeah. So the thing is that he's Bigby doing this was a stripper. <laughs> he's really hairy. <laughs> well, no, you know it was the best glitch. The best glitch game was uh, Red Dead Redemption, mm-hmm. where there was one where this dog it was a character, a bandit that you play with, and he's floating, and he has the gun in his hand, <laughs> and he starts shooting people, and he's just running around. And then these guys did the commentary, and they're like, "No dog, what are you doing, dog?" And they open the door, and the dog's just shooting people. <laughs> he even helps you climb up, like it's on the, the floating yeah, dog's with, back. He helps you with the ladder. <laughs> <laughs> One thing I will say, I think The Witcher 3 will be a lot of fun, because it's gotten, like, because it's, when is it set? It's the, set in, like, a medieval kind of setting, but it's cool, because it's not super fantasy, it feels yeah. just very dirty and dark, that's why I keep making the, mention the Game of Thrones. You know, like, with the, the new Spotify app on PlayStation, mm-hmm. where you can play whatever music you want as the background music, which I think is really what, cool. What, during the game? Yeah, during the game. Yeah, yeah. I didn't it's, know that. It's That's really cool. really cool. It replaces the music, and you can play whatever you want. So then, what I would, uh, what I want to do is, I want to play Witcher Three, mm-hmm. and it it has like that Ghoul Town type feel to me, like the Western okay. type feel to it, because you're on the horse and you're doing whatever. I think it'll be awesome to just listen to those songs, listen to Ghoul Town, and play that game. You know what's funny? I started listening to Ghoul Town just randomly yesterday. Ghoul Town's a Texas band that me and Rob found randomly and it, they're really really good and they have a very like cowboy feel yeah, to it. It's like spaghetti western. How feel. old are they? Oh they're know. old man. They're One old, guy looks yeah. like the big show to be honest with the guy on the uh, was it the trumpet? Yeah. He kind of looks like that. guy on the trumpet. Yeah. No but that's because it sounds that spaghetti western feel to it. You know? That's cool. Yeah. But see now if they make because they think they're making a sequel to Red Dead Redemption. Oh that so, would be amazing. That would be cool. Oh we should play there's a game on the network Secret Ponchos we should try yes. too. Because Secret Ponchos is a great soundtrack. And the ba- yeah the background music is pretty good. Yeah it's got I'm telling you I love spaghetti westerns by the way if you haven't noticed but it's just that would be so cool to play that band. I think that changes things a lot too. If you could just make your own music for the background of a game, yeah, that might really. I mean, a lot of there's a lot of games that would be awesome to do that with. Even the new Batman game would be cool to do that. Yeah, with. that I already have pre-ordered, and I pre-ordered the digital version. So every time I sign on to my PS4, there's a countdown clock. Now, Mike, are you going to play? Awesome. Are you going to play Seven Dust during? Uh... <laughs> I'm only kidding. That's oh, your so they could band. see the third eye and the soul with Batman. I just said that seven dozen bands like that always talk about the soul and the third eye. <laughs> and then we started listening the to one. He's like, "Look into my yeah. soul." <laughs> it did kill me. There was a song off their new album that it actually was like the phone it in song where they clearly ran out of material and it was using all the lyrics that Matt makes fun of. <laughs> so wait, you wrote a song for seven dozen? <laughs> <laughs> Basically. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're running out of shit. Hey, Matt, could you write this for <laughs> us? It's going to be released on the Batman game, basically. <laughs> I don't know what I would play, to be honest with you, in certain... What about Metal Gear Solid? Because some of this, like, the music of Metal Gear Solid's cool. It has that very like, weird techno mixed in with, like, um, you know, classical or orchestral music. The cool thing with that is that there's a lot of video game soundtracks that are actually on Spotify. Oh, cool. So you can mix the old... Oh, we can mix so, the old Metal Gear with the new. Yeah, so like, for example, oh today and I have been playing uh, Resident Evil Revelations 2, uh-huh. and we love the mercenary mo- mercenaries mode from the previous Resident Evil games, and they have like 
very similar mode called Raid Mode. Mm-hmm. And the music is, like, not as good, so we just put the old Resident Evil soundtrack on, and we can listen to the songs that we were listening to during Mercenaries and, like, have that experience for Dude, us. Dude, that's, this is a, that's a really cool thing to do. Is it yeah. like the two of you are falling in love all over again? <laughs> oh, it's cute as you murder zombies like yeah. crazy, <laughs> covered in zombie blood. <laughs> yeah, I see. They, like, they finish the level, they get the kill count, they have their arms around each other. Yeah. <laughs> I love you, Rob. I love you, Shade. <laughs> Teamwork. And then they have to fight Wesker together. Seven minutes is all you have. <laughs> <laughs> Three minutes and counting, please. <laughs> I hate the countdowns during boss fights. Yeah. Especially Resident Evil. That's how they all end. Give me the countdown. Three. One. Two. <laughs> one. That's enough fucking bullshit for today. If you want more nonsense, check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Masters of Nonsense and on Twitter at Nonsense Masters. Guys, it's been real. It's been good. But it wasn't real good.